and welcome back to The Happy Half, a half hour weekly podcast with me, Heather Conda, to share what has made me and others happy and to shout out some of the happier things in the news. It's episode nine. We're racing through the episodes. Only one left to ten. I can't believe it. I also can't quite believe that I've talked to myself for nearly five hours. <laughs> a little bit disconcerting, really, isn't it? But I hope you've all had a very good week. We had a lovely week in the Conda household. It's been very busy indeed, and there's lots to talk about. And I had a fab catch-up as well with someone who you might have heard of. So you can look forward to that later on, along with some news that will hopefully make you smile. I won't ramble on too much at the start and get straight on with things, as, as I say, there's lots I want to mention. So settle in and get ready for half an hour of happy things to hopefully brighten up your week. I could have talked about so many things in my top three this week. My parents have taken some time off, so this week we have been having a kind of staycation. I don't really like the word staycation, but there isn't really another way to describe it. Like many people, we couldn't go abroad this year, but true to the Condra tradition, instead we planned a week of fun things to do, but from home. And I have to say, we're not great at being spontaneous, my family, so I'm probably the most spontaneous out of everyone, and my dad and sister in particular love a good plan. But this did mean that we had a very action-packed and fun-filled week, even if my dad decided to draw up a timetable, which I think was taking it a step too far. (laughs) Very good of him. Anyway, we got creative and came up with some great things to do, including walks, drinks out and various outdoor activities. In particular, I want to talk about our trip to Woburn Safari Park. I mentioned quite a few episodes ago now that we might make the trip to Cotswold Wildlife Park. But instead, we decided to push the boat out and go somewhere a little further afield. So on Wednesday, we all went to Woburn, which is such a fantastic day out because There is an actual road safari, so you can drive through the lions, the bears, tigers, rhinos, giraffes, and you can get really up close and personal. And it was quite an eventful trip. At one point, we had a rhino right in front of our car blocking the road, which was quite scary, actually. And I have to say, rhinos, they are quite ugly creatures. I hate to say it, but they're not lookers, are they? And it was quite scary, I won't lie. And then in the monkey enclosure, the monkeys were jumping all over the cars and two monkeys looked to be having really quite aggressive lovemaking. There was some full-on snogging and there were certainly other things going on and it was just happening in the middle of the road and it was quite a sight to behold. Well, there we go. But uh, we did also see some very impressive and beautiful lions and tigers. And then afterwards, we went to the foot safari where we saw wallabies. And of course, goes without saying, my favourite animals, penguins. They have Humboldt penguins at Woburn, which aren't my favourite of all penguins, but they are a vulnerable species. And so they do need to be protected as they have diminishing numbers. 
and they have very, very pretty spotty chests and are incredible swimmers. So overall, it was a very fun trip and everyone enjoyed it. I do think that you can be any age to enjoy a safari, to be honest. We saw grandparents, couples, large families, obviously children. I think there's just something for everyone, so it was a great day out. And as well as going to some fun and different places, another little activity we did was take a trip down memory lane with my grandpa. And we set up a projector in his house so we could look through his old transparencies. He has hundreds of transparencies, some going back as far as the 1950s, and it was lovely to work through them and see how people like my mum and my grandpa have changed. Even my mum is not afraid to admit that she was quite a chubby baby. I mean, I was as well. Aren't chubby babies cute? I think so. And we also saw some pictures of my grandpa in his farming days. He worked on a pig farm and there were lovely pictures of him in a tractor as a young strapping lad. So it was very wholesome and it was a lovely trip for both of them to go down memory lane. I think it's a really nice idea to go through old photos with grandparents and they can regale you with interesting tales of their youth. And I hadn't really seen many transparencies before. And the quality of some of them were quite amazing, bearing in mind they're 60 plus years old. My grandpa was trying to explain, when we were going through them, how much the world has changed in his lifetime. If you think about it, someone who's 95, think back to everything they've seen and how much culture has changed. And I mean, now we have amazing cameras and there's so much that we we now have. And every single time that I see him, every time. He mentions certain things in in more popular culture, certain TV programs, certain music. And at the moment, all he'll talk about is that strange song, as he says. He says, oh, that strange song. Do you know the one? You know, the dogs are barking, the dogs are barking, bark, 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 bark. (laughs) And he means who let the dogs out. Why are the dogs barking? Why are the dogs barking? He is obviously comparing any music that he hears to the music of his day, you know, Dame Virilin, all of those classics. So I'm not surprised he finds some things a little bit odd, but it really makes me laugh. And he mentions it every time. And then for the last thing in my top three, I thought I'd mention something a little bit different to our staycation plans because... Let's be honest, you don't just want to hear about uh, my and my family's little holiday. So I want to talk about a fantastic charity called Action for Happiness, which I've recently been alerted to. And it's a movement of people all over the globe dedicated to creating a happier and kinder world. They draw on scientific research to help people to take practical action in society. And they've discovered that there is a wide range of proven actions that people can do in order to make themselves, and more importantly others, to lead a happier life. And they have a 10 Days of Happiness programme, which is free and open to anyone via their website. So I've been having a little go over the past 10 days. Each day you get sent an email outlining something that you should do that day. Be it set a goal, be active, reach out to someone, be kind to yourself, 
just to name a few of their tasks which they suggest. And I found it to be quite a fun little challenge. To be honest, I do try and do most of the things that they have suggested anyway. But it is very easy to forget these things, even if they seem simple and you can get caught up in the busyness of everyday life. So every day I made much more of a point of going out of my way to do the task for the day. So on the day, try something new. I decided I really would do something completely new. So I mowed the lawn. (laughs) I am not really a keen gardener. I think you probably know that by now. And until last week, I am ashamed to say I had never mowed the lawn. We have quite an old, heavy petrol lawnmower, so my dad does often do the lawn. I don't really like the idea and the gender-normative thinking that mowing the lawn is more of a man's job. Although I am not complaining that dad does it and he does a brilliant job. But I decided I would give it a go. And the front lawn does look very nice, if I do say so myself. But I also enjoyed the other challenges and I think it was a great and very accessible programme to do. And I think the idea of quite a few of the tasks is to do things to help others because not only is that obviously good for them, but it in turn makes us happier too. And over 30,000 people have done the Action for Happiness 10-day programme throughout lockdown. So it's clearly worth doing and... In my opinion, even if it can make a difference to just a few people, it's definitely very worthwhile, although I'm sure it's made a difference to quite a lot. And I was alerted to the charity and their wonderful work, so I thought it only right to pass it on. And if anyone is looking for something to fill their feed with positivity, even after this podcast is finished, then I would really recommend. Stories from others. There are some fantastic stories this week and speaking of memory lane, I had a good interview with someone I grew up with who has now gone on to far bigger and better things than me. But all the stories have a creative theme this week, which is quite nice, quite cohesive. But please do keep sending things my way. I would absolutely love to fill episode 10 with as many varied stories as possible. The first piece of news is from Finn. Finn is an artist, songwriter and producer. And since March, he has been covering some of his favourite songs live from his living room in order to help lift spirits. So he brings the gig to you in effect. He has covered some absolute bops and his live session of A Case of You last month is so, so good. He has such silky tones and the production values are fantastic and he plays and mixes all of the instruments. Quite a talent. To be honest, all of the covers are brilliant and since lockdown he has had over 17,000 views on his YouTube channel. Live from lockdown has quite the ring to it, doesn't it? So yeah, go and check them out. It's Finn on YouTube, but his channel is spelt F-O-N-N with all capital letters, should you want to go and find it. Other covers include Far Away, Dancing Makes Us Brave, Retrograde and Desperado, just to name a few. So go and check them out. And I think if that's not being productive over the past few months, then I don't know what is. 
And then the second story this week is from Ash, who has just graduated from her musical theatre masters at Mountview. So huge congratulations. She is going to go on to do some absolutely amazing things. But her good news is that recently there was an award ceremony for everyone on the course and those graduating to recognise the highlights and achievements of the past year. And Ash was the very proud recipient of a wonderful collection of awards. Firstly, we have to talk about her dance award. And she won the award for the best energy in a jazz warm-up. Yes, Ash. I feel like we're on such a similar wavelength. I think if you give fantastic energy, you just can't lose. Ash said that she wanted to rename the award Strong and Wrong or Failing but Flailing. (laughs) Whilst those are catchy titles, I disagree. You are never, ever failing. How much better is it to be strong and wrong than to be right and weak? You don't want to be weak. You want to be strong and wrong every time. If you're wrong, it shows you have humility, right? And that you're just going for it. And well, at least in my book, because I am often wrong, I think. You know, get me in a dance call. I'll do my best. I'll be strong and wrong. Well, I'll try and be right, obviously, but give it a smile. That's all it needs. Um, But you just have to go for it, don't you? That's the way to do things in life. So Ash, you're amazing. And she also won the Slap Me Pull My Hair Award for Most Outrageous Song Choice great title and the award for most likely to be running the national theatre quite the collection there and i'm saying it now if in 10 years time ash is the face of the national then you heard it on here first i've said it and she will be absolutely fantastic and speaking of theatre this week i had the absolute pleasure of interviewing toby marlowe the composer of Six and one half of the amazing writing duo Marlowe and Moss. Although he doesn't really need much of an introduction, does he? Although the Six drive-in has sadly had to be cancelled, Toby has still had a busy few months doing more writing and helping the arts through this difficult time. So I had a lovely little catch-up with him in all his glory. Hi, Toby! Hi, Heather. How are you going? <laughs> really good, thank you. How are you? No, I'm fabulous. I'm melting slightly in this heat today, but I'm fabulous. I know, it's yeah. absolutely so hot. I've had so many ice creams already today. I've had two. Oh, well. <laughs> Look, I've had zero ice creams. We need to get more. Oh, but I'm so happy to be chatting with you today. And obviously, it's been a bit of a rubbish time. But you've been doing some amazing things to support the industry. And I've seen you're um, a patron of CCI, the Collective Creative Initiative. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about it? So it, it, it's set up, I believe, by, by James and Rosie Pearson. Yeah. Um, who are just like, so, the, so that they, they do the casting for six. Um, Big and deals. done for um, a while. And they are just like fabulous, amazing inspiring lovely people and they got this funding i believe from the arts council yeah to like you know like to do the project that they want to do and so they set up this amazing amazing initiative to basically like help creatives all over the uk in loads of different ways by 
providing them with like classes and workshops and dance things and acting things and it's just like an amazing thing to get people to like continue to like hone on their skills and their craft yeah during this time when we can't really do it in person 100 percent. yeah like you know and you're a patron you're like to be a patron i know you're like the face behind it well no i'm all it means i like i'm like the mean girl's mum at the back of the video camera being like you're doing amazing (laughs) i love it me and lucy are going to do something with them at some point oh amazing amazing count for that will do i mean you and lucy seem like you've been quite busy have you been doing more writing we have it's funny because it doesn't feel like because it just feels like we spend a lot of the time just kind of like sitting around either on zoom or in a room together kind of like bashing our heads against the wall trying to write things (laughs) but turned out some stuff which has been fun i had Um, a look at um how far we've come that was beautiful uh yes well and your beautiful cover of it oh stop it no (laughs) which we are huge fans of that was so so gorgeous and such a pleasure to hear you sing again oh my god stop that's Um, not why i mentioned it (laughs) no my god honestly plugging the vocals (laughs) yeah so that that was like drew got in touch with us and was like i'm doing this thing where i want writers to write a song about like an aspect of lockdown but potentially like something a bit hopeful and positive but so it's not like you know dreary and sad you know much yeah. like the motive behind this podcast like, like, great minds think to lie you and Drew McConey <laughs> um and we were like oh cool let's like um think about like you know what kind of thing we're we're thinking of that's like a positive thing and the hopefulness of it and and then we kind of have this idea of like how far we've come of like how at some point a few months down the line and this was back in April of how we're gonna like like, we'll be, like, having, like, a hungover brunch with our mums and, like, yeah. looking back and, like, oh, God, like, remember we're all stuck indoors together, like... A hundred percent. And it's nice now because since then, me and Lucy have both had the chance to, like, have, like, a distanced glass of wine with our mums. Yeah, I've been um, having loads of wine so with lovely. my mum. It's so, the best thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, you know, how far we've come oh it's, it's so Although true it doesn't feel like we've come that far so no <laughs> well we'll be having more wine with our mums coming up i think um but have you managed to write anything else or is it all still can you not reveal anything oh no yeah um gosh what can i like <laughs> oh. um yeah i mean like we, we've been doing a bunch of writing um because you know over the past like two or three years with six you know doing its thing everywhere and us like traveling around following it and world fame and... yeah just fame <laughs> oh my god yeah like flame called like huge angelina journey brad pitt vibes yeah um but like just because like um that's taken up a lot of our time we haven't had like a lot of time to like do writing and to think about other things that we want to do what's been really nice about this is that we've kind of had like time to like you know stew in our own minds a bit and think about projects that we want to do and think about songs we want to write think about like, some commissions of like songs we want to do so we've been doing that stuff we've been like taking on some like commissions coming up with some ideas of like shows that we want to write and people we want to work with and we've been doing some of that oh my goodness been, and it's all like very different random stuff yeah well watch but, this space here you come i can't wait watch this space lots of queer stuff coming soon oh queer stuff um, all the way Queer stuff all the way. Why would you write literally anything else except the six that we did? Which is the most queer show in the whole entire world. However, we're going to make up for it. Here we <laughs> come. <laughs> Amazing. And just before you go, because you've had lots of happy news, let's have a fun question. What's been the best thing about your week? Like the happiest thing this week? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
thinking. I'm on the spot. I'm on the spot. I know. Literally. Sorry, I've pressure. Had, I've had such a funny week because I'm like in between like writing with Lucy because we've been kind of like bubbling together and not bubbling together. And, mm-hmm. and at the moment we're like not bubbling together, which is why I can't like sit in my flat thinking like, oh my God, what should I do now? <laughs> um, oh my God. Actually, a huge highlight was I went I went for a cocktail with my flatmate. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and it was really, really nice. What cocktail? Um... I, I had two. Um, so we went to Sushi Samba in Covent Garden because it's like they have these outdoor tables that are like very spread out and it felt very safe. And I was like, yeah. I can do this. And I had one that was like a cucumber one. Ooh. And then I had one that was a bit more of like a fruity one. And it was just like so nice to like order a cocktail. I know. And have a cocktail in the sun with my friend. And I was like, oh my God, this smells like vaguely like normal. Vague normality. Oh, it sounds dreamy. Yeah, it I mean, sounds like you could like have like, a gossip, good catch up, and that was great. You are a dream. You're a true queen. Look at you go. Oh my gosh. So are you. Oh, stop it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Toby and I were romantic leads way back when. Uh, You were almost my first kiss. You weren't, but... Okay, rude that I wasn't your first, but that's okay. I was like, gotta get a move on. I've had several girlfriends. (laughs) Yeah, this was a while ago, guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... We've been rambling for a while, so I'm going to stop there. But you are amazing. And thank you so much for your time and for all your positivity. Oh, I can't wait to listen to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Toby. Stories from the news. There were quite a few positive stories to choose from this week. And rather than talking about some of the more serious and very important developments... I thought it was about time I brought back talking about some of the quirkier things in the news that you might not have heard of. The first thing is the significance of the simple smile and concerns a survey which has just been carried out in America by Kiate London. Out of 2,000 people asked, half of the respondents of the survey said that it has been important during the pandemic to find things to smile about. And they can get this important lift from others. Ooh, rather like the podcast on the same wavelength there. Getting listening to some of this. <laughs> and 56% said that seeing someone else look happy vastly improved their mood. And 31% recently have made more of an effort to smile at others. So hopefully this is something which can stay because I think that a good smile is unrivaled. I absolutely love smiles. In fact, if someone has a good smile, I'm gone. Good smile, good teeth. That's all you need, really. Well, and a nice personality, but... (laughs) Um, And another lovely statistic is that 52% of people in the survey said that hearing good news made them beam. So I'm really hoping that 52% of you listening right now are beaming. Probably not. And uh, if not, then perhaps you can go and do some of the other high-scoring things on the list which were receiving a compliment from a stranger and eating a nice meal. So go and do one of those after this, maybe cook up a storm. As well as carrying out the survey, Kiate London also highlighted the significance of a smile by projecting a huge smiley face on Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. It's a traditional yellow smiley face with lipstick and some very cute lashes added. And last month, this same face was also projected in London on Parliament to uplift patients in a hospital across the river. So overall, the message is 
both from Chiate London and just more generally, smile more. And I felt I had to include this in my news stories this week, as it's really quite apt indeed, isn't it? And another thing which certainly makes people happy and certainly makes people smile is doing what they love. And some of the ways in which people are working around restrictions in order to safely do what they love at the moment is really admirable and very imaginative. For example, in Poland, there are limited stadium tickets available to watch Speedway motorsport events, which is a hugely important sport throughout the country. So in order to overcome this, 21 cranes were erected outside one of the stadiums in Lublin to allow fans to abide by social distancing rules and still watch their team race. Out of these 21 cranes, the shortest crane was 20 metres off the ground, so incredibly high, and it looked down over the whole stadium with amazing view. And apparently the experience was absolutely magical. And I'm so glad, I have to say, top points for innovation and effort there. But it's not just sports that people are keen to watch, but also things like musical events and gigs. And one musical group called Le Piano de Lac are still able to travel around Europe performing their gigs by virtue of the fact that they perform floating shows. So they perform shows literally in the middle of lakes and other open waters, so definitely adhering to social distancing guidelines. They recently performed in Spain's Lake Na Sotonera and they have many more venues lined up until September, including ponds, rivers, ports, literally, you name it, if there's water, they're there. And what a spectacle that must be. I'm not sure how it all works and how a piano can be floating in the middle of a pond, but it does show the feats and the creative ideas that people can come up with and are coming up with in order to still entertain. And I love it. There we have it. I feel like that was such a packed episode full of lots of good things, which let's face it, we all need at the moment and I hope you're all okay. My thoughts and love go out to everyone and in particular anyone going through a tough and difficult time at the moment. I think I'm going to stop there for this week, but I will be back next Monday with more happy news and episode 10. 10? Eek. I do have something in mind for something to celebrate the big old 10, but I would also be very keen to hear your thoughts and what you would like, both for the next episode and for the future. I don't quite know what to do with this podcast. I had always originally planned to do 10 episodes just to help people through this very, very tough time. But I'm unsure, A, of my circumstances and whether it's going to be possible to record podcasts in construction sites in London. (laughs) Not that I'm living in a construction site, but you know what I mean. And also how far to take it because I love doing it and I love hopefully making some people smile. But also... I do have a job and um, other things. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if this is the end at Now For Least, then I would absolutely love to have a jam-packed and fun episode for a little number 10 finale. So please do send me all the news, all the love. And in the meantime, I hope you have a very lovely week, maybe with some good food, some compliments, other things to make you smile maybe some wine with your mum as Toby says but yes have a lovely week and I will see you next Monday
Bye for now.